Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the French Kiss podcast. Um, it's just me today. I kind of realized that I haven't been or I haven't really introduced myself um, yet. Obviously, maybe not so obviously. Um, most people that are listening already know who I am or are mostly my friends because, well, I just started. Uh, so, hey, guys. <laughs> But... Um, I thought I would do kind of an intro episode to myself, um, kind of who I am, I guess, and yeah, just talk to you about a few things. Um, but first, I wanted to do um, or answer one of the questions from the write-in before, and I thought that I would answer this one um, as a solo episode, because actually, it's very... Well, I don't know if it's relevant to my life, but um, I can definitely empathize, I guess, with this question. And I've kind of been through the same thing more or less. So let me read you the question. Um, so it says, my boyfriend of six years is planning to travel abroad for four to six months next year. I fully trust him, but I can't. Whoa, sorry, I am so bad at reading. I fully trust him, but can't help but can't help dread him being gone for that long. Sorry, I am a little bit struggling. Um, we live together, have two pets, and split responsibilities slash finances 50-50. Any tips for getting through this in a way that's good for both of us? Um, and I guess I kind of wanted to start off the episode this way because I'm not sure how good I am at just talking by myself. Um, I'm really good at talking to people and like blabbing on forever, but... We'll see how this goes um, as a solo episode, so this will just be a good way to kind of dive into it, I guess. So I like this question because I went traveling for six months by myself um, last year, well, end of 2022 to beginning of 2023, um, and I was in a relationship during that time, and actually, it was a very new relationship. Um, So I'm pretty sure most people did not think we were going to survive, but it's been two years. So obviously it's not as long as six, um, but still relatable nonetheless, I guess. So I guess just to give context into my own kind of situation, um, I had always wanted to go traveling. I don't think I necessarily thought of it as like a six month ordeal or even... I don't know, something that I would do kind of by myself. I don't know. I just knew that I like traveling and I kind of wanted to like, I don't know, just up and leave, I guess. Um, and I was getting a little bit, not burnt out at my job, but I was getting a little bit, I don't know, antsy. Um, and so I had talked to my dad about traveling and he said, why don't you just go for it, you know? And if you don't like it, you can always come back. So I did, um, and I don't know if I did it the right way. I mean, I did obviously have a conversation with my boyfriend about leaving because, well, I couldn't just kind of disappear. Um, or I guess I could, but that wouldn't be very nice of me. And so I left um, after kind of telling him, hey, this is something I'm interested in, and it could be three months, it could be six. I don't know how much I'm going to like this. And I kind of said, well, I guess you're in or out. I don't know. Um, I was good to like continue doing the relationship while I was gone. 
and kind of see, you know, if it survived, I guess. And I think he was very understanding because he has also done a lot of traveling in his life. And so I think he kind of understood why I felt the need to do it. And um, I don't know, I guess just my reasoning for wanting to travel and how much of a good experience it can be. So I under, I kind of understand from the point of view of your boyfriend who wants to go travel. Um, and I think limiting him and like, I understand being anxious. Like I'm a very anxious person. So definitely like I could understand where you might be coming from. Um, especially like you guys live together. I mean, I, I wasn't living, I mean, we had been together for like six months when I left. So, um, you guys live together, you have pets, you know, you're split finances and things like that. So definitely there's a lot more kind of responsibility that goes behind this, I guess. Um, but if anything, I feel like that's almost reassuring because it's like, he's leaving and you, but like, there's still something to come back to. There's like something established and obviously like relationships can end at any point. Like, I hope that doesn't scare you or anything. Um, but I think holding someone back from doing something that they really want to do while you're in a relationship is probably one of the, not the worst things you can do, obviously, but like, it's not going to foster like a relationship or an environment of growth as individuals, which I think is really important. I think I've made the mistake in the past of not letting, well, not, not letting the person, but kind of not focusing on what I actually want to do or like developing my own personality, I guess, outside of the relationship. And it didn't work because actually it was the other person that was kind of like, you don't your, I mean, I didn't have my own life and it didn't work. Um, so I understand being anxious, but also four to six months goes by really fast. Um, I don't know if you have like the possibility to even join him for a little bit. I know that that's something that my boyfriend had done. He came with me for a month, um, on my trip and I don't, I mean, obviously I know you guys have pets and things like that, so I don't know if it's super feasible, but if it is something feasible, that might be something interesting to discuss. Um, and I think also kind of mapping out the reasons why he wants to go. So you understand it a little bit better and kind of talking through that, having a really honest conversation about what he expects to get out of traveling, why he wants to go, um, what that means for you guys. I think just kind of talking through those things will be really reassuring because it'll give you a little bit more clarity probably on the situation and make you feel a little bit less anxious on why he's doing this, I guess. Um, but yeah, I hope that's kind of helpful. Come back into my DMs if <laughs> you want more advice, I guess. Um, I think just another thing, I guess, is on the like living situation and like splitting responsibilities and finances. If that's something, if like, if that's not really an issue, then I think this is like a pretty straightforward thing. Um, if him leaving kind of impacts, you know, your like living situation or your financial situation, then I think it's definitely worth kind of having a deeper conversation and like figuring out the logistics of that. Um, but if that's not an issue, then I mean, hopefully it's not an issue, but you said just any tips for getting through this in a way that's good for both of us. I think something that would be really beneficial for you is developing your own hobbies or own 
kind of friend group outs or like outside of the relationship, especially while he's gone. So maybe taking up like a new um, activity or meeting new friends, just like something that's just for you, you know, because he's going to be going through this experience, um, I guess, by himself, probably. <laughs> so for you to also develop your own kind of activities or life outside, I feel like it's just kind of good advice in general, to be honest, but especially while he's like on this trip. I don't know. I feel like that is what I would do. And I think as a couple, obviously, like communication is pretty important. Um, and I think that you'll see that four to six months goes by really fast, actually. Maybe it goes faster for the person that's not there, definitely, but hopefully it goes fast for you too. Um, so yeah, I hope that was helpful. And yeah, that's it, I guess, on that one. Um, and then also, there was another question, and let me see if I can find it again, because I thought that this might be a good way to, I mean, I know I just said this for this question, but um, to kind of like introduce you to like what I do in my life, I guess. Um, so somebody asked me how what you decide, wait, how you decide? Like, how did I decide what I wanted to study in school and have as your career? Um, before I guess actually getting to that question, um, I so grew up in the U.S. obviously, and um, when I was 19, I decided to do a year abroad or abroad in parentheses, I guess, or what is it? No quotations, quote unquote, um, because. I'm already have French and I decided to do my year abroad in France. Um, obviously I had already been there before cause that's where my family's from. And I kind of thought, you know what, I'll just go to France for a year and be closer to my family. And it'll be nice, fun, quick experience to kind of live in France for the first time in my life or since I've been like two years old. Um, and yeah, so I decided to go to France and I, started the University of Utah as a like pre-business major. Um, and so I just did my exchange with them. I went to France and then a few months in, I decided actually, I think I might like staying in France because well, one college is a lot cheaper, if not free. Um, and yeah, I think I was just kind of having a good time. It was different. Um, I, I don't know, just wanted to get out of kind of the small town I grew up in, I guess. And here I am. It's been seven years now, a little bit over seven years, and I'm still in France. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to leave anytime soon, but I'm here for now. I've done quite a few moves since I've been here. Um, my first year, I was like in Grenoble. That's where I was doing my exchange program. And then when I decided to stay, I decided to go to another city. It's like an hour away. I don't know. And um, after that, I went back to Grenoble to do my master's because I decided I was going to do a master's degree, which I guess I'll get back to. And then after that, I moved to England for my the second year of my master's degree to kind of do like a work working situation while I was working on my dissertation. And um, well, England was a little bit rainy and I don't know, not enough outdoor sports. So I left. Um, but it was good anyways. And so then I went to the south of France. Was there for like a year and a half because I was working from home. 
And then after my relationship ended, I came to where I am now. So I've moved a lot in the past seven years, like six or seven times. Um, and I think that's just generally something with myself where I don't know, I, I don't know, I guess I get antsy a little bit, <laughs> like where I'm living. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling. I mean, it is a solo episode, so sorry. And also I get really distracted when I talk to people. And this is something that I think, okay, sorry, this is way off topic, but this drives a lot of people crazy because I'll feel like I have to explain the fact that I'm going to explain something and they're like, okay, just get to the point. But then I don't know. I feel like I have to have like a precursor to like what I'm saying. Okay. Anyways. And so what was I talking about? Oh my gosh. This is why I like talking to people because at least like somebody is there to like keep me on track. And when I'm just by myself, I could literally just like, I feel like I'm going crazy. Um, but yeah, so now I'm here. I work from home. Um, and I guess I, I feel like, and I know this is not really answering the question at all. I will eventually get to it, I guess. Um, usually it takes me like a while to answer anybody's questions in general. So just bear with me, I guess. Um, so I feel like I never really like make any decisions in life. And like, obviously I do because I don't know, you have to make decisions to get anywhere, do anything in your life. But I feel like I'm kind of, I've kind of been a go with the flow person, which I don't know, feels a little bit contradictory to like who I actually think I am. Cause I do like to have a plan and I kind of like to know what's going on. Like before I do things, I don't know. I, I like to be, what's the word? Um, I don't know. Prévoyant. I don't know what that is in English. I like to have a plan, I guess, laid out. Um, I kind of like to know what I'm doing the coming year, the next coming months. But I actually don't really operate that way, I've noticed, from the past, like, 10 years of my life, is that I end up just, like, I'll have an idea and then I'll just do it, but without really, like, thinking it through. So even moving to France, um, doing, like, the exchange program, I don't feel like I had any kind of set moment where I was like oh you know what this is something I want to do and like there was not like a lot of planning going into it I was just kind of like oh like I think I want to move to France and do like a learning abroad there and I don't know within like a week I just did the paper and did it so I don't know if that's the right way to do things um it's worked so far I guess I mean I don't know I like my life it's pretty nice but kind of for everything it's been that way. So even deciding to stay in France after like a couple months, I don't feel like I ever like sat down and like made the decision being like, oh, you know what? I like, okay, like, should I do this? Should I not? Um, I was like, well, I'm already here. It's kind of easier to just stay, to be honest. Why not? I can do this. And then I just stayed. So I don't know. I feel like I just, <laughs> I just do things. Um, kind of same thing with my trip, to be honest, like my six months traveling around the world or whatever. I just said, Oh, you know, that sounds like something fun. And then I just did it. Obviously there's like a financial aspect to take into account, but, um, you know, I'd been working for a few years and didn't have that many expenses. So saved a little bit of money and did that. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I honestly don't know where I was going with this. I'm so sorry. I, hope that this episode is not super annoying right now. Um, yeah, 
it's just mostly me rambling, I guess. But to get back to the question, I guess, how I decided what I wanted to study in school and have as my career, I think that I don't really know the answer to that question. Um, I think I've always been a little bit business-minded or I don't know if I want to say business-minded because I don't know. I don't consider myself like very entrepreneurial or anything, but I think I've always been, um, very good at like generating ideas. I think that, um, a lot of people that know me would probably agree that I'll just have like random ideas or I don't know. I was like, Oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. Or like inventing stuff or I don't know. I mean, I just like to kind of make up ideas and think, Oh, this would be a cool business idea or stuff like that. So that, kind of has always been there. Um, my mom worked in marketing and I think that I was always like, Oh, okay. Why not? I think that my parents are very much people that I like take most of my inspiration from, um, where I just kind of enjoy the life that they, or I admire the life that they have slash had. Um, and so I guess i just have always kind of like emulated that experience because I figure if they have had a nice life, then I guess I'll do the same thing and it'll probably end up okay for me. So I think that I never really like made a concrete decision saying, you know, oh, marketing is for me or I, I guess I never really asked enough questions. And that's something that I kind of not regret because like I don't regret my life. But I think that if I could do it again, I would probably go back and ask myself more questions about like what career I want to do. And I think I would have liked to know what other career options were out there. Um, I think I tend to lim limit myself a little bit, especially like career-wise where I have major imposter syndrome and I feel like I can't do anything, um, which is not true because I'm doing stuff. But I don't know. I just tend to kind of not believe that like I'm capable of doing things that other people are capable of doing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I wish I would have kind of gone and thought a little bit harder about different career options or kind of really ask myself what it, what it is I'm interested in or what I'm good at. Um, but I guess, you know what I have kind of decided that now is that I'm really good at talking and I talk a lot. So <laughs> hopefully this podcast works because that's pretty much what I'm good at. Um, yeah, I guess. And so when I decided to go into marketing, I didn't really know what that it would entail, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess I knew the basics, but I didn't really know exactly what it is I wanted to do, like as a job. So after my bachelor's, I kind of just decided to do my master's. Um, I don't know, I guess, again, I didn't really like think through anything. I just said, oh, you know, why not? What's two more years? So. <laughs> Um, so I did my master's degree and for my career now, um, I think, I mean, most of it, to be honest and like very honest is that the jobs I've had are pretty much solely thanks to networking. Um, I mean, not that that's something to be like ashamed of or anything, but I don't know. I feel like 
something to mention, I guess. So the first job I had, I kind of had talked to one of my professors um, during my master's degree, and he put me into contact with a digital marketing agency, and I ended up working from, for them for about a year. And then I kind of wanted to change. Um, I wanted to make more money, <laughs> to be honest, because I was not getting paid a lot at that job. And I um, got in contact with some people that I know, did a little networking, and ended up at my job now. And it's definitely less creative than I would have liked. Um, I think that ideally I would have loved to do something with a little bit more creative thought process behind it. But I do kind of appreciate the benefits that my job give me, especially like being able to work from home full time, um, which lets me travel and kind of like go around since all my friends live far. So that actually is kind of helpful. But yeah, I think kind of to sum that up, I'm sorry, This I, I hope this is not the most annoying podcast episode you've ever heard in your life. Um, there's that imposter syndrome sneaking up again on me. Anyways. This episode's great. Are you kidding me? I love it. Okay. Anyways, um, to kind of circle back to answering the question is that I don't really know how I decided to to find my career. I think a lot of times I'm still thinking about it. Um, I do feel the pressure being 26 years old, um, kind of not actually knowing what I want to do. You know, I think a lot of times I think about kind of like the impact that I want to have on the world or um, having a career that feels meaningful, I guess. So, and I'm not sure that that's what I'm doing right now. Hopefully that comes eventually. Um, I would love to have a career that's something that I'm passionate about, like winter sports or something. I don't know. I would just, something where you actually care and you're really invested and you feel like there's some kind of purpose but I think that also kind of on the other side of that is that is any job really purposeful I mean obviously okay but let me not say that because a lot of jobs have a purpose or probably are more purposeful than anything I'll ever do um but okay why well, I don't know why I'm limiting, limiting limiting myself right now but like I, I I'll I'll never have like a medical healthcare profession or something I mean kind of grosses me out but I would just love to feel like I'm contributing something either artistically or I don't know to my voice to my podcast um I don't know but yeah anyways <laughs> so that's kind of I guess how I got here what I'm doing now um yeah I mean sorry it's a little bit all over the place it's kind of hard actually when you don't have somebody to like rebound off of um but yeah the other thing I kind of wanted to discuss I guess by myself <laughs> um is making friends and I know this is gonna sound I don't know a little weird I guess because it kind of feels weird to talk about like oh how do you make friends but having moved away from where I grew up um making friends is not easy <laughs> like I don't know if anybody else has kind of had issues or maybe it's just me I hope not to be honest but oh god what if I like put this out and everybody's like yeah we don't have trouble making friends 
that'd be kind of embarrassing but you know what it's fine i'm an open book um i'm more or less i guess and yeah i did have trouble making friends when i first moved here i think especially i moved here at 19 so um a lot of people that i would meet already kind of had their friend group like from high school and things like that so they weren't really like in the same position i was where i was kind of i wouldn't say desperate for friends but i was more desperate than they were that's for sure and you know they would be friendly with me but they didn't necessarily need me as their friend so um i was really the one putting in the work to kind of be become friends with people and then sometimes you realize you know what actually this person doesn't have a lot in common with me and yeah it was just a lot of work um i also made the mistake of being too dependent on my ex-boyfriend and like his friend group um so never do that if you're listening have your own friends because that's literally the worst mistake you could make then when you break up or if you don't good job but if you do then you kind of find yourself i don't know starting at square zero or wait what is it square one no square one <laughs> you're starting at square one and it is annoying to like have to lose a friend group so don't do that um but yeah i think making friends in my 20s has been a little bit of a challenge i feel like i have a lot of friends that are kind of dispersed everywhere in the world and that's kind of on my own fault for the most part since i moved so much but now i do have like my friends that kind of like from my master's degree or even from high school um from traveling but i think kind of the main issue i guess i have is that i don't have friends this sounds really sad i hope this doesn't sound like really pathetic um but i don't have a lot of friends that are in close proximity to where i live currently so that's something that i've kind of been working on i mean it's only been i don't know like two years since i've been in this city where i live now um seven of those months which i was traveling so i wasn't even here so that obviously didn't help um but yeah i think the way i've kind of and i'm a very extroverted person so i think it's even it should be easier for me um i'm really good at kind of just like talking to i don't know random people that i meet out i guess but i think nurturing a friendship that is as deep as friendships that you've had you know kind of your whole life or growing up um is more difficult once you get past like a certain point where you're not in school anymore you're not seeing this person every this like the same people every day um and so it does become a lot more work to put in i think that kind of the way that i've gone about it and found i don't know i guess more or less successful i mean i'm still working on it so i guess i'll keep you updated but um especially cuz i work from home i don't like see people on a daily basis so i can't even like be friends with my colleagues or anything um so i think that me making friends is especially more like i really have to go for it you know like i have to want to <laughs> be friends with people so what i've been doing um or what i started to do i think especially when i moved to the south of france was uh go on bumble bff which i know is probably a weird concept for a lot of people i know in the us it's way more common than like in france for example um 
but at first I felt it was like a little bit embarrassing almost to be like, oh, I'm on this like dating app for friends. Like, come on, how desperate am I? But actually I was desperate, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, and I actually ended up meeting some really great people. Um, one of my closest friends, Victoria, I met through Bumble. And I think it's like, sometimes you kind of have to put your pride or your ego aside and be like, you know what? I'm looking for friends. I'm sure other people are looking for friends too. And just kind of do it, I guess. Um, and realizing it's okay also that you don't get along with every single person that you're going to come across. Um, also, what I've been doing a lot recently or trying to do is um, have like activities for myself where it's apart from my relationship um, and it's really me going and like doing an activity. So like I'll do my, my pole dance classes or dance classes or whatever. And I try to go weekly. Well, as often as I can, I guess. Um, so that I'm always seeing the same people continuously or continually. And by doing that, obviously it kind of takes a lot of time because like we're in dance class and I can't really just go up and be like, Hey, when I wait, you know what? Actually, why couldn't I, I could totally go up to them and be like, Hey, you want to go get a drink or something? Maybe I should try that. But I don't know. What I've been doing is kind of more of a long game, I guess. And just like talking to them, kind of while we're in class, you know, bring friendly, offering people rides home. And now I'm now that I'm saying this, I don't know. Hopefully this is not creepy because I'm like, I feel like a little bit of a, I don't know. I feel like I'm a little bit of a strategist. It's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if anybody else has have like problems making friends in their 20s. Um, but if you have, please share because I would love to talk about it more, I guess. Um, I don't know. And I guess also, like, I feel like I saw something the other day that was saying how, like, being, like, being friends with your friends or whatever in your 20s, especially I think friends that you've kind of been with friends with for a long time. It's more about like telling each other about your lives rather than actually like experiencing, experiencing them together, which I find really sad. That like really had brought me down a little bit because I was like, wait, that's, re that's really true. I think for a lot of my friendships um, that are long distance, especially is like, obviously like we're, you know, messaging back and forth and things like that. But the majority of it is kind of just like, oh, you know, how are you? What have you been up to? And we're actually, we don't actually do things together anymore, um, which is really sad. So if you live close to your friends, I hope that you guys like do stuff together. But yeah, that really, okay. I feel like I just bummed myself out too. So I don't know why I said that, but it was just a random thought that passed in my mind, I guess. And I wanted to share with you. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Okay. And I guess kind of on that same subject, I mean, this is, I'm, I actually am like so bad at transitioning. I just really say whatever is on my mind. Um, and that is why I love having a second person on here because at least it kind of stays in check. But you know what? If you're here, you're here. And thank you. <laughs> um, but I wanted to also talk about friendship breakups. This is something um, that I actually want to talk to one of my friends about because I don't know, she has a good perspective on it, I think. So probably, I don't know, next week or whenever I record with her, we will talk about it together. Um, but I kind of wanted to just touch on it, I guess, briefly and 
I don't know, I guess maybe get some feedback from you guys about if you've ever gone through a friendship breakup, but I have really only ever gone through like one, I don't know, like a major friendship breakup, I guess. I was 19 or 20. I had just moved to France and I met this girl through um, the guy that I was dating at the time. And I don't know, she seemed very nice. She was kind of, um, you know, interested in me and was asking a lot of questions. And she knew that I had just moved here. So she kind of like took me under her wing, I guess. And we became really close really fast. We spent a lot of time together. Um, and it was through her that I then met my ex. And obviously, then I started spending more time with him. Um, I guess she didn't really enjoy that, I guess. I don't know. She made that very vocal. But she became very kind of like possessive, I would say, almost. And it was kind of strange. But I think that I almost turned a blind eye to it because it's nice to have a friend. It's nice to have somebody where you feel like, oh, they really like care about you. And, um, you know, I guess under the guise of caring for you. But really, it's just kind of like manipulative, I guess. Um, so, yeah, she she ended up becoming very like possessive. Um, I don't know. She would just say like off hand comments about like, oh, you know, you should be careful. Like you're gaining a few pounds or, you know, your ex is actually not that nice. I don't know. Just weird things where I was like, okay, this is kind of random. Like, why are you telling me this? And very like kind of, I guess, textbook manipulation comments where it was like meant to make me feel bad, but also feel like I needed her more. Um, and obviously this is like a major, I mean, this is like very intense, I guess, compared to probably what most friendship breakups are like, but I don't know. I just thought I'd share. And so she, um, we ended up going on a trip together and she would just like get so mad whenever, uh, I would call my boyfriend. She would be like, Oh, what are you doing? Why are you calling him? I was like, okay, sorry. Like, I don't know. I guess I feel bad. Um, and it just got to a certain point where I was like, I feel like I'm being drained by this friendship. Like I, it's making me feel bad about myself. It's making me feel like anxious when I'm not talking to her every second. Um, and now looking back, I mean, to be honest, the first red flag was the fact that she told me that all her other, like all her friends in the past have always ditched her. Um, I feel like that should have tipped me off the fact that like, why would all your friends leave you? I don't know. I was a little bit dumb. Um, I mean, I was 19. I was young. She was a little bit older. Anyways. So yeah, she ended up, um, just being really overbearing and I quite literally had to send her a text message and be like, Hey, this is not working out. Like I can't, I just cannot be friends with you anymore. Like this is taking a toll on me. Um, and yeah, to be honest, it was really hard because I hate disappointing people. I hate letting people down. Um, I don't like when people don't like me, as I talked about in the episode with Meg. Um, I think I would consider myself a people pleaser, I guess. Uh, yeah, I just feel like, I, yeah, I, I want people to like me. You know what? Sue me, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was really difficult for me because I felt like I was giving up kind of the only person I had in this new place, in this new country. Um, and it was a little bit of a difficult decision to make because it was like, oh, like, should I do this or should I just like tough it out and maybe things will change? 
but you should never be in a friendship where you feel like you are kind of like sacrificing your mental health for to like appease the other person you know what I mean you shouldn't feel like you're too much of a person or I don't know annoying you know what I mean and I I felt like I was annoying her sometimes I felt like I was too much I felt like so yeah that was really difficult now that I'm thinking about it wow I haven't really thought about this in a while but that was a pretty weird time period of my life I think um so yeah I don't know if anybody else has ever had this kind of like experience with friends where they had to like cut somebody off um I think I mean I hope it's pretty rare to be honest but I think a lot of people sometimes will stay, I mean, I guess this goes for romantic relationships as well, but a lot of people will stay in a situation that they aren't or isn't good for them because it's comfortable or because that's what they know or because they, they care about the person. And, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it is difficult though, because, you know, there is that kind of reassurance and you don't really know what's going to happen when you don't have that person with you anymore. So it can be hard to leave, but thank goodness I got rid of that girl because that was a wild, that was like wild one year of my life where I don't even know if it lasted a year to be honest, but that was a wild time period. <laughs> and yeah, so if you've ever been in like a friendship like this or even just like had to cut somebody off, I think it's especially hard if you've had like a long-term friendship where it's like lasted, you know, 10 years or your whole life or whatever. and you kind of grow to a point where you realize that actually you're not the same people anymore and you don't have the same, I don't know, values anymore. I think it can almost be even hard. Well, definitely it's harder then because it's kind of like, well, I've invested so much time and like I've known this person since I was a kid and you're just like, well, I can't leave now. But if somebody isn't treating you the right way, honestly, get the hell out of there because time means nothing. Some people, or have been friends for like six months. Okay, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. People can be friends for a very short amount of time and be just as close as some people that have known each other, you know, for 20 years or something. Um, obviously, it depends on like the people and everything. But I don't know. Don't let time invested in a relationship feel like the reason you can't leave, I guess. is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was kind of a tangent. I don't know what I'm going on about. But I think we're going to keep this episode kind of short because I feel like I'm being annoying. So I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> hopefully. Okay, sorry. I, I'm like really underselling myself on this episode. I have said sorry for being annoying like seven times. Um, so you know what? No, I'm not sorry. And anyways, I hope you guys all had a good new year. Let me know if you like the solo episode. Um, I might do them more often, maybe with a little bit more structure, maybe just to answer um, the, what's it called? Writing questions and things like that. So yeah, anyways, um, thanks for listening. If you made it this far and talk to you next week. Um, yeah. Bye, everybody.